You're listening to an Indiesaurus production. I've not learned music. It's Just the good stuff, baby. Uh, before we get Hopped the episode right kicked off, I I have I feel like a Tony I feel like I'm Tony Hawk because I have another coffee drive-through story that happened over uh, the holiday break. Did um, they think you were Tony Hawk? They thought I was Tony Hawk. <laughs> uh, no, uh, this time it was at Dunkies. I went into Dunkin' <laughs> and um, I was ordering for my sister. Like I had family in town, all that, so I went in to get the order, and um, I said that I wanted a iced latte with oat milk. And the guy looked at me like he had horror in his heart. And in the biggest, like, most Hanna-Barbera way possible, he went, goat milk? like, oat milk. I would have thought he was joking, but he was dead serious. He is either the best. Goat milk? He must do that all day. <laughs> He's got the that's right got, job for it. That's yeah. got to be his joke. That's how he injects joy into his life. <laughs> yeah. like, he must. That's, Took um, me back. Well, uh, before we get started, too, I want to give a quick shout out to uh, Mal, who before even probably even hearing they were influencer of the year, uh, sent me a copy of E.T., the book of the Green Planet. Oh, yeah. Um, written by William Kotzwinkel, who also novelized uh, the E.T. movie. Um, can I please read you off William Kotzwinkel's bibliography? Please. Real quick. Um, he's written some good ones. Uh, so this is the, this is actually, this is the book based on, thank you, Mal, by the way, I will read this and give you a report on the <laughs> podcast because I'm captivated by it. This is based on lore from the ET ride. This is not, and also wow. his name's ET in the book. Um, did they, did they, they ever say what ET a, stands for? No, his, they, they call him ET, which is a name that we gave him. Oh. Um, and he's not from here. So I don't know what I guess we'll never know. We'll never know what ET stands for. Um, here's some other books by William Kotzwinkle. Uh, it's unsure if this is all of them or just, um, what they've selected here. Uh, number one, elephant bangs train. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. I, I don't know. I gotta look that up on good uh, immediately. <laughs> I don't know if this is Patrick Monaghan's band or a vehicle, but uh, yeah. Uh, Hermes 3000 night book, mm. the fan man swimmer in the secret sea. Ooh. Dr. Rat. Mana mm. Morgana. Air Nightingale and the Satin Woman, Jack in the Box, E.T. the Extraterrestrial, as we all know and love, oh, yeah. um, Christmas at Fontaine's, The Great World Circus, Queen of Swords, and Seduction in Berlin. Ooh. <laughs> I'm Troy I'm McClure. You may know me from Elephant Fang's <laughs> Train. <laughs> and that one is the most just out front. Everything else seems so like mysterious, like I swimming in a secret Rat. sea. Uh, yeah, and they got Dr. Rat. Dr. Uh, Rat, the Paps Man. <laughs> Hell Man's yeah. still alive. Oh, he also wrote Walter the Farting Dog. William Kotzwinkel out here doing the Lord's work, writing this. I, I just flipped open a, a passage just to kind of get a, a look at it. And E.T. does have a sidekick named the Flop Clopple. Hell um, yeah. Very excited to get into this. I will probably <laughs> do a Twitter thread, too, of the good passages because there's a lot. Nice. Very nice. Um, but let's go ahead and, and, and do, do, do the thing. Uh, okay. New year, new us. Not really. Same us. Yeah, been doing this for a while. We've gotten, I don't want to say good at it, but mm-hmm. okay at it. Uh, oh, so 185. No. You find something, Sean? Yeah, I was looking up Elephant Bangs Train. It's a short story collection. Uh, Did you look it up on Safe Search or? <laughs> <laughs> I looked it up on Goodreads. <laughs> he looked it up on his Works VPN. Oh no! <laughs> Goodreads, like, are you sure? <laughs> Goodreads or whatever those are. Um, <laughs> It was episode 185, 15 away from the big one. Wow. Uh, Whoa. We are now entering, I wrote down the pubic domain, and that's probably meant to say public. Um, <laughs> uh, why not both? I'm Will, uh, 2K22. Ooh. He pre-order you. Yeah, that's what the robots sound like in 2K22. <laughs> uh, I am, I guess it's a new year, so I could choose a new thing. Or not. Or not. He's not gonna. <laughs> we all know this. Uh, New Year, same song. What's up, everyone? It's 2222. This is your co-host, Shanta Pete Hertz. That's right. It's Animal Collective January. I feel like you've been Animal Collective. 
Don't don't just let him do it. Okay, okay. He'll, he'll talk so. himself out. <laughs> he'll forget next week and do Rob Zombie or something. And beat <laughs> this is true. <sighs> and I'm NF Tyler. I'm the only non fungible podcaster on the blockchain. <laughs> Richard Karn backed out, so it's just you now. Yeah, the, yep, the other gamer, me. the other Christian gamer. I don't do NFTs <laughs> or anything like that. I am the blockchain. You can pay me Ethereum or whatever it is, and uh, you get me. Uh, Gaming Saki puts in the chat, 2022 is the year we swap out the word public to pubic. My question is, and vice versa? <laughs> no, because or just, or we're going to get banned. We're going to get banned for Twitch for me saying this, but I don't want to ever say the t- phrase public hair. <laughs> <laughs> That's but also, I don't want to get arrested for pubic urination. Because- <laughs> 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 what other kind is there? Uh, <laughs> 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 um yeah if twitch asks the episode title is a typo uh, okay if, <laughs> this, is, this was just yeah. a way to get us get some eyes on our eyes on the product but it is public domain week uh-huh. uh public hair is what we keep private throw people off the rhythm ah okay uh-huh. it's like calling a big guy tiny yeah like uh-huh. greenland and iceland um jumbo <laughs> shrimp here's my question to y'all is mr netflix public domain because so public domain is 95 years the, mm-hmm. the Mickey Mouse Protection Act of 1998 extended public domain to be 95 years after. Who signed that into law? Goofy? <laughs> no. Goofy, <laughs> Goofy was a senator domain. at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Goofy? Um, it was originally like 56 years, and then it was pushed back to 75, and then 95 because Disney was terrified of Mickey Mouse entering public domain. And honestly, I am too. Um, I've, seen what, <laughs> I've seen what you people draw. I don't want that. <laughs> um. It is worth noting, though, um, that Mickey Mouse is, while coming up in public domain, is trademarked. So while you, while technically Steamboat Willie will be free to show, you can't just make a Mickey Mouse polo because that's still that's like making a polo that says you know REI. You can't do that. I want yeah. both of those. But uh, public domain is when a work of art has been has, has lasted ninety five years. You can now show it royalty free. You can use the music in a podcast. Uh, <laughs> uh, Mr. Netflix, as we all know, has been around longer than time itself. That's true. <laughs> what does he count as a work of art, or is he just kind of an installation? Uh, I don't know if he's in the public domain. He's definitely on the pubic domain. Let's definitely. Oh yes, domain. Just plain um, of existence. Yeah. <laughs> There's no fair use when Mr. Netflix is involved. Only unfair Jeez. use and feet use. Mm-hmm. Which uh, we, is fair. And- we have a list of kind of public domain care. And it's who you expect, but like who, who, who have we forgotten about in this list? Like there's gotta Ooh. be someone like, ah, oh, shoot this guy too. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Even the library of Congress is like, oh, I forgot about that. Like Mac and me. The lamp and break little toast. <clears throat> well, I can tell you the list right now. Uh, well, we'll get to that later. Okay, we'll, okay. I, have, I, have, yeah. I have a whole list because we're going to talk about um, uh, kind of creating our own public domain movie because 2022 uh, in addition to swapping the word public and cubic, we are going to make a film. That's, That's our true. goal this year. That's We're going to make a, a motion picture. It's going to play on Amazon Prime because you can put anything up there. Yeah. Um, um, and we're going to do it. And we're manifesting that on January 4th. Okay. Um, <laughs> Popeye and the Seven Dwarfs. <laughs> yes. All right. <laughs> Got it in one. Got it in one. Um, <laughs> but for now, we got some news. Uh, number one, Jason Derulo of Met Gala fame. Uh, fought two guys who mistook him for Usher. Hell yeah. Tyler, you sent us this one. What do we got? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's really nothing to it other than the title. Um, some A few guys saw Jason Derulo, mistook him for, for Usher, said, hey, what's up, Usher? And uh, if you look at the pictures, Jason Derulo launches himself. Like, it's not just, <laughs> whoa, like, punch. It's like, he, he went angry. He's, like, tortured well, Jason. Did, did you watch and the video? No. Because they didn't say, what's up, Usher? He was walking the other way, and they yelled, hey, Usher, F you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he was, I don't think it was the Usher that was the inciting. Yeah, yeah that's the uh... toxicity here. <laughs> no, it definitely was. It definitely was. Like, that was not the most incendiary thing. I'd say that was at least third. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe Jason Derulo fell down the stairs at the Met Gala afterwards. <laughs> he just the fight took up. place at the top of the stairs. <laughs> It does take place at the bottom of an escalator, so maybe he's yeah, <laughs> he got there somehow. Maybe they were cursing him because he was taking so long. Because he was like, "I don't want, I don't want to fall. I don't want to fall." Yeah, yeah. I'm so afraid. 
they had somewhere to be. They were going up the escalator. Jason wouldn't move to the left, so they had to stand behind him and wait, and that's what ended up happening. Also, they capitalized Usher, which assumes this article is assuming the people were talking about the singer and not they could have been in a movie theater. They could have yeah. been in a concert. They could have been, yeah. you know, hey Usher. At a local church. Where's my seat? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Where's my seat? Jason <laughs> Derulo's on you. <laughs> uh, did it say if he won or not? Did did I mean, he win in the video? Did he take him out? He, he, the two guys yeah, did. He has die. a bodyguard with him. <laughs> they did die. <laughs> they did die. Yeah, they were they were taken to the hospital where they um, succumbed to their injuries. <laughs> Reminds me, you guys see that tweet of of the of the chest piece with the giant gaping hole in the front and the bigger yes. gaping hole in the back, and they were like, "Oh, from the whatever French war, he was injured." I was like, "Yeah, I, I think bet he was." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 technically, huh? Yeah, that's a entry and exit wounds one hundred and one for you right there. <laughs> <laughs> I just wish more more video, more TikToks, more candid videos. Whereas like two guys being loud in public and then Jason Derulo flies from off screen just to <laughs> deliver, deliver an ass being. <laughs> what was his name? In this Cats? would have been a good point, a good time for him to like, before he started up to introduce himself and just shout Jason Derulo as a, yeah. as like a correction. He's right. the rum tum Or at least as he was flying in to punch him. <sighs> the rum tum tiger is a curious guy. He could <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. Yeah, if there's ever a time to anime yell out your name and attack, this was the man. Yeah. yeah. Jason Derulo! And he <laughs> flies at some guys in a <laughs> Real Falcon Punch vibes from Jason <laughs> Jason Derulo does, saying his name does make him the closest thing we have to a Pokemon. So in that sure. case... Um, Hit him with a tail whip. This is an article from the New York Post. Um which I've read a couple of New York Post articles because I read this one and I was astounded and I read some more of them <laughs> and whoever writes these is shameless. These are just full of pun. Like I know the joke is the New York Post is kind of like the fast and loose paper, but this is just yeah. like, this is somebody's writing packet <laughs> and like not a good one. This is, um, so this headline is 90 Day Fiance Star Retires from Selling Her Farts After a Heart Attack Scare. And it's <laughs> lying. <laughs> What? <laughs> the first line of the article, you go on. The first line is she had a fart attack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, well, there's a lot to unpack here. Not literally. End of article. Directly below that is just sponsored content. <laughs> yeah, this is this is less of an article and more of a more of a, a laffy taffy joke. <laughs> um. She was filling up like, like hundreds, right, of jars a week with her farts. So, so she made two hundred thousand in sales. Do you got to pay taxes made, on farts? I, I guess you gotta. She made uh, sixty thousand dollars a week. It says fifty to seventy, which means she was only in this business for three weeks before she retired. <laughs> well, she had. She it was like a. Uh, like a medical retirement, like uh, she was medically evacuated, like on Survivor or something like that. Because <laughs> Jeff pulled she, up in the boat. <laughs> <laughs> she she was subsisting on a diet of beans and eggs and protein right. shakes, like. And she went to the hospital because she thought she was dying, and she wasn't. She was just eating beans and eggs and protein shakes, <laughs> and so that's not a heart attack scare. That's her not knowing, <laughs> right? Like that's it's not it's not like she had a heart attack and was like, "Whoop, too close to the sun." It was just like, <laughs> "Yeah, I, I faced the, the response. Like, I faced the consequences of my weird actions." <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. Still made two hundred thousand dollars. Good for her. But like. She was put on a medicine that would prevent it, which effectively ended her business, she said. Right, right. But, like, there's a middle ground. Like, you don't <laughs> – there's a middle yeah. ground between selling 50 jars a week yeah, and there's lots, selling there's a lot none of jars. There's now going right. to be less jars. You can charge a lot more for them. Yeah. The jars have something in them besides the fart. I'm looking at the jar. There's, like, a rose petal or something in them. Yeah, there's, like, uh, a little – Well, that kind of defeats the purpose of having a fart in a jar. <laughs> I mean, I'm just being real here. <laughs> Like maybe it like <laughs> preserves it somehow. Preserves the fart. Yeah, I did watch. She like, made a TikTok of like a Q and A. She says they're they are. She sells farts into jars. We're gonna trust her. 
<laughs> she, she says they are most effective, whatever that means, in the first two days. <laughs> I don't even know how someone would come up with this. Are they just farting on different flowers? <laughs> like, <laughs> it might be some like clothing or something, like a shard of clothing or something in there. Mm. Uh, I think it's a rose. Either way, You're right? <laughs> there is a picture of her <laughs> hooked up to an ivy. <laughs> Which is not funny, uh, but given the context, this was a bean and egg induced IV. Yeah. It is true. <laughs> oh, man. Dang. So how, how much are those now that there's no more <laughs> no more fart jars in the market? How much are those going to sale? The first reaction is, so, so how much are they? <laughs> I'm just are curious. These, are these fungible? Um <laughs> The first best NFT was, farts. It's going to change the world. Don't, don't <laughs> even put, don't even put that out into the world. <laughs> the best was the first reply on Twitter was, "So is she going to backfill the outstanding orders, or are those just gone?" Very concerned person. Well, so it's tweeting at Amazon because their package was late. <laughs> tweeting at her. Put that to your credit card. <laughs> There has to be, there, and there are several people who had to have written emails. <laughs> I'm about the this. NFT guy. My farts are gone. <laughs> All I'm my farts released. <laughs> <laughs> I've been hacked. All my farts are gone. <laughs> oh. Please oh. find this New York Post article because it is, it is, I hate, I hate to say this, it is ripe with jokes. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. It, it, well, her publicity, surprisingly it, positive. It, it's a shame that she can't fart anymore now she's gonna starve <laughs> we're all joking her career is over <laughs> she was a 90 day fiance was she the fiance or was she the one who had arranged it oh. I think she is typically with this sort of following it would indicate that she's the fiance but but I don't want to be sexist and assume that yeah she could definitely you know Oh yeah, and every season's like pretty like evenly split. Um, in terms of like whether it's male or female, like who's the fiance, you know, who's coming over and who's not. But, but I feel also like her name making two hundred k a week, <laughs> selling selling farts in a jar. She's not short on. Well, she's short on farts now, so <laughs> she, she's now. Uh, yeah, as uh, the ninety day fiance watcher here, I have not seen Stephanie's season, so I, I cannot verify. Go back and watch. Let us know if uh, you get any of those patented farts in the episode. <laughs> they they put a bunch of pictures in here like she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> she might be. Not just the 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 uh, time uh, tells all this time of farted too much. <laughs> uh, oh no! Oh no! Tyler, you said it, and then I read it. What? Even though I got backlashed, it has opened a new door to me. I am working on digital fart jar artwork at the moment. Oh, no. Hey, you farts you, are going on you, the blockchain. You did this. You did this. <laughs> that wasn't in the article until I refreshed just now. <laughs> NFT. Um, Non-flatulence tokens. Yeah, the next sentence is, it, everything happens for a reason. Although those days are ending, I'm going to save the money I've, been, I've made and put some into crypto. That's the last line of the article. Wow. Matt Damon <laughs> finds another sucker. God damn. Damn you, Matt. <laughs> what does it say about crypto that selling farts in a jar is more viable? <laughs> crypto, is, <laughs> crypto is the backup plan. <laughs> oh. Uh, well. <laughs> just having it delivered and just like your your wife or partner or someone like, oh, what's this little rose petal thing? <laughs> oh, wait, no. <laughs> and it doesn't immediately escape. <laughs> My mortgage. You're assuming no. that any of these people have wives. Yeah, wife? <laughs> I, I'm being generous. <laughs> they're they're buying jars of farts. <laughs> okay. But that's why you get a wife. <laughs> you can save money on fart jars. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All the free fart jars you can have. <laughs> that <in the> vows. <laughs> get married. Like, I, Freak I out the, the wedding party. <laughs> it's a wedding gift. I'm giving them away. Everyone bring mason jars. They're worth a lot. <laughs> um, oh, one of the first articles that pops up when you Google her is 90 Day Fiance Stephanie Matos freakishly large toe terrifies fans. She is like 
engineered in a lab for freaks. She's got a big toe. <laughs> Freakiest freak, far 22. Freak, Freakiest freak, 2022 is well underway. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> oh, man. Um, shows and tells. Um, mm-hmm. Commercial first. I, commercial first. Commercial first. Commercial first. Commercial first. Goodbye, everybody. Here's Stephanie Maddow uh, endorsing her business. <laughs> <laughs> Fortune favors the bold. <laughs> Fortune favors the bold. <laughs> Hello, everyone. My name is Griffin Reynolds. And I'm BJ Guest. And we are the hosts of The Best Palcast. It's a show where two best friends discuss video games, movies, TV, and everything in between, such as the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Who would win in a fight? Samwise Gamgee? Psh. Or Axel Foley, yes. <laughs> and we even have guests like Andrew Gebbia and Alex Melton. If this sounds like a rip roar and good time to you, then swing on by. We have new episodes that drop every Wednesday. Every record live on twitch.tv slash the best palcast on Tuesdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We hope to see you there. Have you seen that that commercial with uh, Matt Damon? We're yeah. on the spaceship. Yeah. Uh, I think it was Hard Drive pointed out that he at no point mentions the name of the business. No. Uh. So people can just put whatever they want to at the end of that. <laughs> and I think I'm going to. We'll work on that this week when I get a minute. Jiffy Lube. That's <laughs> 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 the last time we saw a Jiffy Lube commercial. Circuit Matt, City. I just saw one. Matt Davis <laughs> was in it. It was great. <laughs> You think the guys All who right. like, started Jeffy Lube were like, man, we really got that name in under the wire. Nice going. <laughs> <laughs> 15 years later, that would have absolutely been taken. It does sound like a peanut butter flavored personal product. Yeah, <laughs> it does. Oh, God. <laughs> um, who wants to go first after that? I'll go first. <laughs> it's been a minute because we had a Christmas zone and then we had... Uh, we had a break week in there somewhere. We had radies. We had a bye week. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I don't remember how to enjoy things and talk about it anymore. Matt has a point. We can we can put the uh, the pubic domain movie at the end of the Matt Damon intro. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, he, that's a trailer. Here, heartbreak feels good. Um, <laughs> he wants to go first. <laughs> go ahead, Sean. I'll take it. I'll Sean, go. go ahead. Speaking of Matt Damon. Speaking of Matt Damon, who's not in this movie. <laughs> okay. It took, a, it took a swing. He's in movies, though. He is in movies. Yeah. He, the silver he screen. Is, yeah, he's up Sean, on the silver screen. Yeah, he's John the silver screen Barry. <laughs> downsizing? Anybody? Anybody see downsizing? God, no. That was, that was a- I, I, I started it. What a boring movie. Anyways, this movie was not boring. Uh, in fact, I, I think it was extremely hilarious. Um, I uh, We're talking about Adam McKay's newest Don't Look Up. Uh, it's on Netflix now. It came out Christmas Day. It stars Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence as two astronomers who discover a asteroid which is heading for earth and will inevitably create an extinction level event um it is the exact sort of political cartoon sort of satire that you we've come to know and some of us love from adam mckay you know he directed vice the big short the other guys um as well as anchorman stepbrothers talladega nights uh, he's got his roots in really good comedy movies from the mid 2000s, from the middle aughts. Um, but don't look up. I found to be yes, heavy handed and not subtle, and <laughs> just really is it a metaphor? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, allegory, what have you? I think it was hysterical. I enjoyed every minute of just it. You could tell, you know, the entire cast just has a blast doing it. Meryl Streep, Jonah Hill. Uh, Ron Perlman, who has some of the best deliveries in the whole movie. Oh, yeah. Melanie Lentz, and a whole bunch of people. Kate Blanchett, Tyler Perry. It's just a whole cast of people that are very clearly having fun with these roles. The script is a lot of fun, I think. I think the situation it presents is uh, interesting to explore, you know. Um, but it, it's I found it to be very, very funny. And I think they're, oh, my God, almost forgot Mark Rylance, who I think is might be knighted. I'm not even sure, but he's a, you know, classically <laughs> trained. Yeah, he's a, a classically oh, trained British actor. Yeah. Uh, he's in it as kind of the Elon Musk, Zuckerberg, you know, super billionaire inventor he was type. He's kind of weird. But I, I, mean, I guess Oh yeah, those people are weird. Exactly. He's yeah. meant to be eccentric and he's strange. He's not Mark Zuckerberg. This guy's weird. <laughs> <laughs> he's a weirdo. Uh, 
he was Mark Rylance steals the movie. He has some line deliveries that are absolutely just laugh out loud hilarious. Um, I again, I had a blast watching this movie. I know a lot of people roll their eyes at Adam McKay, and you know if you typically do, if Vice was like too much for you, or you know you're not crazy about the other guys, or you know Big Short even, this movie's not for you. But if you're willing to like kind of take a load off and laugh and um, just enjoy a, a, a premise, a very serious premise explored in a very kind of s- silly and bit realistic way, uh, don't look up. Very fun to watch. Uh, would you say don't look up refers to the um, letterboxed reviews? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is film Twitter not happe with this? Are they no. just like no. Adam McKay is too <laughs> heavy handed? <laughs> Yeah, really? it's like too heavy handed and it's just it's it's not good and not fun to watch, but okay, I, okay, I trust. Twitter. Here's the thing. Twitter over the age of 40 loved this movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like your Patton Oswalt's, you're like Ooh. your mid 2000s era comedians love this movie. Yeah. Mm. Um, I don't know. I think this movie, I, I trust Sean's review. It makes it sound a lot yeah. more humanizing than just the, you know, usual Twitter fair of this is the worst thing to ever happen. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, this isn't even the worst Mark Rylance movie. <laughs> I'm surprised I'm still allowed onto Letterboxd and Twitter because I submitted a positive review for both Don't Look Up and oh, what was the other one that everyone hated? Uh, oh, Don't Look Up and No Way Home. No one hated No Way Home, but it's a Marvel movie, uh-huh. so whatever. Uh, but I then uh, posted a pretty middling to negative review of the new Matrix movie, and uh, somehow I still have my account. Wow. wow. Yeah. Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> Just shut down. Yeah. By the time you listen Just to this, that was it. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll check this out. You made it sound a lot because everyone I heard when I heard about it, I was like, "Oh, this is going to be depressing. This is going to no. be like." What was that one? It was there's because there's two movies in like 2013 that are the same movie. It was like Seek of the Friend for the End of the World, and I think Safety Not Guaranteed, which were both like a end of like the romances. world comedy. Oh yeah, right. yeah, yeah. This one's this one's just pure like nihilistic. Just like oh man, we're just fucked, huh? Oh, you also forgot Timothy Chalamet is in this, and he's fantastic. Timothy Chalamet, and he's great. You will the voice. You will roll your eyes and you'll be like, okay, we get it. But you know It's part of drinks. It. Yeah, that's the thing. And like I said, this is Adam McKay's funniest movie, I think, since Step Brothers. It's got Damn. some incredible jokes and great lines that it's it's super entertaining. That's bold. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Wait, I didn't like the other guys. Two two people kicked off social I. media I'm, platforms this week. Sean, Marjorie Taylor Green, you're in good. <laughs> Same. Shandrie Taylor Green. <laughs> uh, that's there's your new uh, intro for the show. Just no, um, that's your Twitter Sean, name, Sean Bobert. That, that'll go over well. Sean Gosar. Um, I'll go next. Unless you had something else to say, well, you look like you're about to start. A thing. I was going to transition to you because because oh. Sean mentioned yours. Yeah, Sean mentioned his. Uh, apparently, film Twitter also not happy with Spider Man No Way Home. But I don't know. I, I don't want to. I don't want to betray. I think everyone fucking loves Spider Man No Way Home. I just okay, think good. Twitter is, as we know it, just hates every mention of a Marvel movie. So, yeah. but I don't, let's not I don't focus care. on the negatives. Yeah, I don't give yeah. a shit. <laughs> I'll give a fuck. Yeah. Pepsi. Coca-Cola glass. <laughs> I'm not responsible for them, so I don't. I'm going to sleep just fine. <laughs> I'm 30 years old. I don't have to listen. Whatever. Um, I saw Spider-Man. I saw it twice. First time I saw it was a little reckless. Didn't wear a mask. Was pretty drunk. Second time I wore a mask. Um, enjoyed it both times though. Although the first time I had chicken tenders. Um, I'm just going to talk <laughs> about that, my movie. Is, that a, is that a con? <laughs> That would increase. I didn't like it as much the second time because I didn't have chicken tenders. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) That's what. That's all I'm saying. Um, I I really enjoyed this movie. Um, If you're a Marvel, the the kind of Marvel fan that only goes to see the tentpole films, this is it. Um, It's. uh, Can I talk about spoilies? Are we Are we far enough out that we can use spoilies? I saw straight up like screenshots on Twitter today, oh, okay. and like no one was angry about it. So I okay. think well, cool. quick warning: you haven't seen Spider Man. Yeah, Green Goblin's in this, and he is. <laughs> he's, <laughs> uh, he's real little. <laughs> that was in the trailer. Um, honestly, though, uh, Willem Dafoe as the Green Goblin was probably my favorite part in this. His acting in this was so good for a Marvel film. The part where he's just like punching him in the hallway, and he keeps looking up and smiling, chilling. Um, yeah, and they brought back his they brought back his little hood from the comics. They brought back his kind of in a, from in a the, neat yeah. way. His little his little homeless man jacket kind of ended up being the the costume. Right. Yeah. The comic. When that happened, I was like, ah, oh, I see what you did there. Yeah, 
Um, it was all good. The The only part that I didn't really like is when Ned brought the other Spider-Mans in. Instead of coming in and being badass, they came in and they were like, I heard Peter's sad. It's like, ah, oh. <laughs> you should have been there to fight the villains, not to. I mean, I get what they did. You know, they all went through their losses and, you know, all yeah. that. Very touching, very touching. But I could have used more Spidey fights. That's that's me. But um, I really, like I said, really enjoyed the film. Um, a little, a, a lot of fan service. Like if you're rolling your eyes at Don't Look Up, you gotta roll your eyes at Spider Man too because that was just so much fan service. I, but I think it was like the best possible like use of fan service. Oh, like it was yeah. all oh. extremely motivated. It's, yeah, way better it than was, um, um, Endgame or Infinity War. Endgame where they were like all the women pose and all of them pose, and it's like yeah. that's all ridiculous. Spider Man was was a bit better. It was the the kind of fan service you can only pull off when you have a hundred billion dollars. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's very. It true. was like it was it was so good. Like, there's a lot of you know just talk about you know the monopoly of the the big budget blockbuster over the the, the cinema industry and stuff. But mm-hmm. the trade off for that is you get Tobey Maguire back as Spider. <laughs> which, yeah. oh, maybe maybe it's fair. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. This movie was like plot wise, it's barely a movie. Yeah. It's. <laughs> yeah. The, the 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 like the crux of the movie like what you know inspires everything the Doctor Strange's spell the logic behind it gets real hairy near the end and I wasn't crazy about it He's walking a wizard. out logic but also no. but 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 also it was better than Doctor Strange it was <laughs> better than was. Doctor Strange it looked I, I, fantastic I got psyched for Multiverse of Madness there's a there's a payoff because there's there's dumb and then if the payoff for dumb is good enough I don't care mm-hmm. right. Yeah. There's, there's a hazy setup and like it, you, a lot of, a lot of hazy setup for not enough payoff. Then like, I'm going to be like, oh, that was a lot of work for not much. This was like all payoff. This was a movie. We just pay. This was 15 years of payoff. <laughs> yeah. They could have done anything in the first act. And I would have been like, all right, whatever the last act made up for. <laughs> right. Very true. And the way, the way it ended, I, you know, don't even, I'm perfect. the type of guy. Don't care how the sausage is made, how the movie ended. I think was perfect. I think it was a great place to end the trilogy and hopefully Tom Holland comes back for more movies. Cause I would love to see um, where they take that character as we know it now. Um, but yeah, I, I loved it. I think it was, it was, it was super fun. They gave him a, a comic accurate costume for the first time in 20 years <laughs> yeah. and true. they made him broke and they made him get working on his GED and no one knows who he is. And he's just got his little spangly costume and a little yeah. apartment with no money. And I was like, this is the best. Like he's not Iron Man anymore. He's yeah. Miserable. <laughs> Hooray. I was cheering at this kid being miserable. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone he knew and loved is either dead or doesn't yeah. know who he is. Yeah. Yes. I was uh, extremely excited because the one character that I've been waiting for to join the MCU since the early 2010s uh, was finally in it. And I'm so psyched to see uh, Matt Mur- Charlie Cox as Matt Murdock. That's the uh, one part of the movie that I like uncontrollably like pumped my fist in the air and I got so hyped. Nice. That was a good part. Tyler can vouch for this. Um, we went out and got drinks beforehand. Yeah. Um, and I killed a Heineken as the movie was starting and I was sitting there. I did not know that apparently the AMC app has a feature where it will tell you when to go pee. Uh, you can put in uh, when the breaks are and it will like basically text you like, Hey, you got five minutes. And then like, while you're, while you're in the bathroom, it will even like say what's happening on your phone. Uh-huh. Um, I did not know about this. So I got up. Um, it's a very, a very scene of just like Ned and, Zendaya, Michi hanging out. And I was like, all right, this is a pee scene. And I got up to go pee and I came back and there was Andrew Garfield. And I was like, I missed something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Will, what a time. Yeah, I know. I went to go, I went to go pee when uh, 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 Harry Osborne, not Harry, what is it? Norman Osborne Norman. was visiting Aunt May at the the uh, the charity center. Mm. That was a good scene. Very glad uh, to watch- hear, but I came back and I was like, know, oh, okay, I got the gist. This, this is why you bring an empty two liter to a movie theater, guys. Come on. <laughs> she, she 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 knocked over some some dry goods and he said why just spill your beans and it was so weird <laughs> the whole audience clapped. Uh, <laughs> Willem Dafoe was just doing characters from other Willem Dafoe movies and no one stopped him. The the sequence where he did his character from Antichrist was a little rough, but you know, <laughs> fan service is fan service. We're gonna take what we can get. Yeah. When he came out of the portal, he was still in Team Zizu. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Willem, I mean, there's obviously some debate to be had, you know, probably in the Raimi trilogy, you know, uh, I'm forgetting all these names. Um, the Doc Ock is likely, you know, arguably best villain, but when it comes to No Way Home, 
I think Willem Dafoe put in an incredible performance. You really you forgot Doc Ock's name? You don't know the fabulous Thomas Jensen? No. Yeah. <laughs> it's not right. <laughs> we could have convinced Sean it was if he would have went it's Albert not Molina. Thomas Jensen. <laughs> it's Albert Molina. Albert Alfred Molina, thank you. No, Albert. It's not Albert. No, it's not Albert. God damn it, Will. <laughs> All right. My show, my show and tell's over. <laughs> Tyler watched a different movie from a different universe where, Al- where Thomas <laughs> Albert Jensen Molina. plays Albert Molina. <laughs> um, speaking of E.T., the book of the Green Planet and public domain stuff, uh, I, I learned about public domain this week, um, the, especially the Mickey stuff. Like, Did you know that Mickey, um, Steamboat Willie becomes public domain in two years, three years? <sighs> can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait. But just that one. Every iteration of Mickey is technically its own work of art. I've already so got every Mickey's in. <laughs> so we got to you got to wait like three more years for Fantasia. Uh, and I learned this on a <laughs> source. I learned this on. Yeah, no, he didn't even get gloves for the second year. I learned this on a podcast <laughs> called Podcast the Ride. Um, I drove uh, to Florida the other day, and then I drove to Savannah the other day, and I had Podcast the Ride on the whole time. Uh, they are not an indie source show, but if so you don't listen, so don't listen to them. Um, <laughs> But no, do, because they are um, three gentlemen who are theme park fans. If you like Defunct Land or that kind of theme park media, uh, you've probably already heard them. But just in case you haven't, uh, like me, who doesn't listen to a lot of podcasts for some reason, (laughs) um, I highly recommend it. They do very, very extensive, kind of very casual, you know, shooting the shit podcasts uh, about Disney parks. Uh, And they do series, like they're doing Country Bear Week this week. And they did Country Bears. They did Country Bear Vacation Hoedown. They did the bathrooms outside the Country Bears because those are very God nice. Um, they have a 15-part series on Downtown Disney where they, every episode they do three stores. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> it's crazy. Do they do the um, Rainforest Cafe? Oh, it doesn't exist anymore. But they have big guests on. Like I listened to one with Brian Monahan. Um, oh, cool. There's some with Paul Paul Shear. There's some with uh, some pretty, uh, Jeff Garland does one, I think. Tom um, Do they focus only on Disneyland or like Uh, any theme park ride Uh, or any, any, any theme park experience. I think Jamie Loftus has one on Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, Okay. Okay. I was wondering if like when you're talking like the, the main street series, never been to Disneyland, but I don't know if the main street shops are the same. They are, they are located. So that's downtown Disney, not main street. Disney Springs. Oh, Disney Springs. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm getting too granular. Go ahead. Yeah, they have like the, the Doughboys around one of them. Um, it's really fun. The best ones are Jenny Nicholson's because oh, she was good. a cast member and animal handler for Disney. So she has a lot of behind the scenes stuff. Um, she handled she, Goofy. She, 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 handled, <laughs> she does one on, on the uh, the Cat in the Hat ride at Universal. And I one on... That ride's terrible. I for, it's rules. It's so bad, but it's <laughs> great. Uh, their first episode was on the E.T. ride. Hack on the boat. Oh. Um, uh, so yeah, check it out if you're at, at all interested in uh, theme park lore. Uh, I just heard one with Griffin Newman talking about Toy Story Mania for two and a half hours. Wow. Oh my God. Um, very, very fun and insightful. And if you like us, you can listen to three more guys talk about stuff. I want to do a like four that, hour podcast on the People Mover. There, I hang on. I, I bet there is yeah, one. I bet there is Ken Burns is on it. it. <laughs> I uh, do like Knott's Berry Farm and stuff and Six Flags, so nice. there's something for everyone. I, I, I've I talked about it before. I'm a huge fan of like Park's YouTube channels, and I'm also a huge fan of Jenny Nicholson, so I will absolutely be checking this out. Um, will, not to derail completely, but I am curious. Uh, I'm going to request a, a mini show and tell if possible, but will you tell us about the Velocicoaster? Ah! Oh, yeah. It's just uh, really good. Um, oh, okay. It's, All right. it's, got, it's got Mario <laughs> on it. Um, the voice of Mario. Chris yeah, Pratt. Sure uh, Chris does. Pratt. Chris Pratt. Um, he is, uh, I hate to say it, he's very charismatic and he does a good pre-show video <laughs> where he's like, he's like, he's pretty upset that there's a roller coaster in his, in his Velociraptor cage. And he's like, I didn't want to do this. I think you all should leave. Please go home. And then you get that's, ushered into a ride. That's the theme for the ride. It right. Is, it's they like just a, built a coaster a, in the middle of his little exhibit. Yeah. And he's, he's upset about idea. it. idea. And he's just like, I don't, these, these are animals. They don't respond well to crowds or people. And mm. you guys are going to ride a roller coaster through there and can't check. And, 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 and well, Jurassic Park's great um, for theme park reasons because it's already a theme park. There's no yeah, right. justifying. Yeah. It's like Harry Potter. It's like, you guys will be visiting the wizarding world and you have to, you know, you get your wizard pass for you to see every, and it, this is just like, you're in Jurassic Park. It's a theme park in the movie. <laughs> it's a theme park in real life. You're here. Um, 
so yeah, and it's just I don't know. It's got it's got two launches. One launch goes like zero to fifty, which is wow. pretty standard for those kind of things. And then the second one goes forty to seventy, and that one's like you're you're already booking it, and then you're going twice as fast. <laughs> that's pretty cool. <laughs> it, has, it has a bunch of it has one hairline like kind of roll over the water uh, that I hated every single time because we wrote it five times. Whoa! Nice. It, it it has it has a basically almost like. There's there's not a whole lot of radius on it, so it just kind of yanks you over and then uh, you're upside down. There's one part where it goes upside down and then just keeps going upside down for about two seconds. Nice. You're just kind of dangling. Like real velociraptors. Like real velociraptors. It's real good. Um, <laughs> and there's no shoulder restraints. It's only lap bar, which is frightening for everything about it. <laughs> um, Tyler, what did that mean? <laughs> you know what it means? Velociraptors, they go upside down for like two seconds. <laughs> yeah, they, they can go upside down for two seconds. <laughs> Didn't you pay attention in dinosaur class and tag <laughs> during the dinosaur unit? <laughs> Jeez. I don't know. I'm not. Cool. I, there was a time in my life where I could have mentioned all of the roller coaster maneuvers, like an Immelman loop and such. Yeah. Um, but I have since um, touched grass, so I cannot do that. So you immediately forgot. Yeah. The second you touch grass and go on a date, you're like, what's, what's a hairline loop? <laughs> <laughs> touch grass. I just lost two and a half seasons of JoJo. <laughs> <laughs> that's my stand is touch grass <laughs> um yeah pubic domain um they're gross free. we can yuck we can use <laughs> them to make a film a, a motion picture in hollywood yeah um so i'd ask you guys to kind of you know we can workshop out a completely public domain film here. Uh, it'll have to be set in like the 1820s because of music rights. Um, and none of that like cheeky, oh, they're playing creep on the player piano. No, it's got to be like Polly Wally Doodle. Okay. Um, <laughs> also ready. But I was, lo- I was looking up public domain characters uh-huh. and I was like, all right, let's see what kind of movie I can make out of these. And I was like, all right, we got, we got, we got Captain Nemo done. Easy. Nope. Moby Dick. Oh, yeah. No, no, oh, no. no. Ahab. Uh, 20,000 Leagues. 20,000 Leagues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's Nemo. Sorry. Uh, Ahab's also uh, public domain. But I was like, all right. We got, we got Captain Nemo. We got Tom Sawyer. We got Alan Quartermain. We got Dorian Gray. And I realized, this is League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the reason that movie was made is because they were all public domain characters. They could do That's what they want. Yep. Um, so somebody did beat us, too. Oh, <laughs> That's okay. Um, the characters we have. <laughs> there's a couple that they didn't use. Uh, Sherlock Holmes is public domain, and Herlock Sholmes, who is the the version that um, Maurice LeBlanc wrote in Lupin versus Sherlock Holmes, because the Sherlock Holmes estate was like, "Hey, you can't do that." So he was like, "All right, was Herlock Sholmes." You can, uh, now they're both public domain. Wow. Um, wow. Dracula, uh, Dracula is not. Oh, so okay. we'll have to. Yeah. Uh, John Carter. We can finally make a second John Carter film. <laughs> <laughs> That's what was stopping the John Carter franchise, was it being in public domain and not the general public interest in John Carter. John Carter would have been a much better movie if they'd called it something else besides John Carter. <laughs> John like a Carter pers- again. It was just like he could jump high? Like well, I don't even remember. He was a person on Mars, which had less gravity. Uh, he was just, That's right. So he was just jumping. He was yeah. just jumping and picking up stuff that weighed less. <laughs> I... <laughs> Did John Carter, and Mar- John Carter and Mar- Mars Needs Moms come out the same year? Because I get them confused a yeah. little bit. So the reason it's not called John Carter of Mars is because Mars Needs bo- Moms bomb so much. Wow. Oh, my God. So they cut the of Mars because they didn't want the association. And then no <laughs> one saw it because John Carter sounds like a legal drama. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. John Carter. It's that Clint Eastwood movie about the uh, fucking guy from the Atlanta Olympics. <laughs> Mars Needs Not Moms nor John Carter. <laughs> <laughs> it needs <What>? Matt Damon. <laughs> King Kong is also public domain. Oh, um, but Donkey Kong's not. I don't know. I think the point of King Kong is that they try to make him public domain, and he doesn't. It doesn't work. Um, and he snatched up so a helicopter. I, I would, yeah, I would like to learn the lesson from King Kong itself. Here's what's weird, though. If you make a make a film out of a public domain character, your version of it is not public domain for 95 years. Uh-huh. So, like. The public domain version is the first version of that thing. So, like, mm-hmm. the first version of A.A. Milne's Winnie the Pooh is public domain. But the Disney one, 
you gotta wait 95 years. So if we were to make a King Kong, or give him like a cool hat and sunglasses, that wouldn't be public domain, but they can use King Kong, just not our King Kong. It gets, it gets dicey. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Hmm. But we can't make it, we can't make a Kurt Russell Robin, or not Kurt Russell, a Russell Crowe Robin Hood. Right. Yeah. But in a couple of years, we'll be able to make an Errol Flynn Robin Hood. Exactly. Mm. We can deep fake Errol Flynn. <laughs> deep fake. <laughs> My question, if it's public domain, is the canon changed by the public? Like, does it just become like open season AO3? I was just like, <laughs> Winnie the Pooh, just a stuffed animal. <laughs> <laughs> can you erase? Can you? Is it retroactively? It's public domain now. I can strike all his adventures from public the domain. That bear's not alive. <laughs> <laughs> he, he eats human flesh. <laughs> oh, yeah. The Disney poo. Yeah, he's alive. Not my poo. <laughs> I think public domain means the book is just like a Google Doc they put up on the Library of Congress website, and anybody can edit it, and that becomes like, it's like Wikipedia. Oh, you can be like the Seth Graham Smith, the fucking, you can make Winnie the Pooh and zombies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My, can, my Winnie the Pooh spells honey right. <laughs> well, now I pants but no shirt. <laughs> a sexy Winnie. <laughs> We're going to finally like figure it out. Winnie the Pooh. We're going to figure out whether his name's fucking Winnie or Pooh. <laughs> we're tired of this. A.A. Mill went to the grave. Is with he the Pooh? What is it? <laughs> what is the Pooh? That's his title. Is it like uh, Stratford upon Avon? It's like, that's. I see it's hyphenated. <laughs> um, so Winnie the Pooh was a teddy bear who was, who was real. Mm-hmm. In the woods, but was was Piglet? Yeah, Piglet was original to that. Good. Tigger was not. Tigger is still locked. You can't use him. Tigger is in the poems. He's not the article I read. The article I read says he's still in the. Uh, maybe uh, maybe the, he was added later. Gotcha. He's in the Persona Five Jail. <laughs> Silence, inmate. Um, <laughs> Gopher is a Disney original. So the, the character uh, Gopher. Oh. Damn, that was my favorite. I forgot about him until you said him. <laughs> he's always he's always fallen into a big hole. <laughs> Ta- whistles when he talks. Yeah. Does, does ra- is rabbit still real? Does rabbit still get stuck in that hole in that tree stump? <laughs> rabbit didn't get stuck. That was rabbit. <laughs> rabbit, what happened? <laughs> oh, no, oh, step, Bob step brother, step rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like how you asked. <laughs> You're right, I knew. <laughs> oh, this means you can name your child Christopher Robin. Legally. Ah. Before they arrested you and the child. <laughs> Before they... <laughs> can we've come for Christopher. You go visit the, the child bomb. in the nursery and he'd be gone. You're like, you never had a child named Christopher Robin. <laughs> the, the concept of the Heffalump is, is also by A.A. Milne in the first uh-huh. one. What about Woozles? Six. Woozles are not. <laughs> yeah, woozles are. Woozles oh, are. Oh, thank God. Okay. Hang on a second. I'm looking through the. Uh... Yes, rabbit. Rabbit is in the original. Christopher oh. Robin, Piglet, Eeyore, Owl, Rabbit, Kanga, and Roo. All right, I know our movie. 1926 one. Our I guess the next finally public domain. Thanks, Eeyore. <laughs> <laughs> My Eeyore's happy, and his tail is still attached. Thank you very much. <laughs> Pooh's still dead. <laughs> Let's be honest. Half of Twitter.com is Eeyore. <laughs> they've been using, it, More they've been using that gimmick way before, way before public domain. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, true. I'm looking at the history of history of Winnie the Pooh now. Like on <laughs> 10 o'clock on a Tuesday, like some kind of pervert. <laughs> there were other things that went into the uh, the public domain. Bambi did. Bambi, mom's still alive. Pooh's dead. Mom's alive. Mm. Um. Pooh was first appeared in color in 1932 where he was drawn with his now familiar red shirt. Mm. That's not a Disney thing. That's a, we just have to wait a couple more years. (laughs) (laughs) You can wear a shirt in a few years, Pooh. (laughs) For now on. (laughs) The Loggins and the Cena song is still hidden in the Disney vault. I'm just saying, now we can write Winnie the Pooh meets Dracula. (laughs) 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 And King Kong. (laughs) In my like, version of Bambi, Bambi kills his mom. 
<laughs> he, took, he took it into his own hands. Well, my so, book presupposes if what if Bambi was a more of like an Oedipus Rex situation? Oh no! <laughs> Bambi eats his own eyes. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. So, are there public domain actors? Because we got to cast this thing. Mm, mm. We got to put this thing together, which is not Levi Strunner Gentleman, or at the very least, Levi Strunner Gentleman and Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> So I feel like there's got to be public domain ag- actors who have just been around. I feel like Eric Roberts is a public mm. domain actor. Yeah. Eric Galifianakis. I feel like a lot of the, the people that you see, like uh, the actors who plays Flo, like once you're in an ad and you're just known for being in that ad, like, okay, here we go. For the voice of Pooh, it's the voice of the Geico Gecko. Hmm. What's he doing? Okay, just generic Australian guy? Yeah. yeah. Is one of the Pooh Australian at this point? <laughs> <laughs> Like, I, I can't even do Winnie it. Winnie the Pooh says the C word like <laughs> without even like doesn't doesn't blink. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh bother. <laughs> Wanker. Uh, <laughs> I think the the husband and wife duo from that Sears air conditioning commercial, they're public domain actors who can use I'm them. I'm sure they're alive. Uh Winnie the Pooh's not, so if he's not, then we can use them. Sean's applying Kleenex rules, or like as soon as you become a role, and are, you're, as soon as you're no longer an actor, you are the the definition. You're like by, you are a role, you're not an actor. So like uh, I feel like yeah, yeah. I feel like Johnny Depp is kind of public domain at this point, just because mm-hmm. of Jack Sparrow. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Other like, inseparable actors from role are public domain, so we can get Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, probably. Betty White performance. was 99, so she had a good She could play Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> Emerald. <laughs> Emerald. Rip. He'd be a good owl. Do people live in the public domain? This is a discussion. If you play a character, mm-hmm. like a like a stage persona, do you are you public domain? I, th- I, don't, I don't think so. We haven't seen yet because, like, I I know some movies have entered the public domain, but, like, I feel like, you know, once we start seeing movies we recognize, apart from fucking Faust. Like, uh, can I can I call myself, like, Buster Keaton? <laughs> yeah, What's stopping them? He's public domain, probably. I, get, from, I mean... From just calling yourself Buster Keaton? I don't think anybody... Yeah, I'm Buster Keaton now. Okay. No, I'm Buster Keaton. The same not going to make any movies. money off his name. No, yeah. but I might get some brand recognition <laughs> just out of the gates. <laughs> hey, he's funny. really old and looks great for his age. Mm. That's a good question Something to think about. I'll have to ask a lawyer. Yeah. We'll circle yeah. back on this for next week. Yeah. Um. Good. Any other ideas for this this film? Which so far the only idea we have is one of the Pooh versus Dracula, <laughs> and I think. I, it's kind of a stalemate because Pooh doesn't have any blood. Sean's mind. <laughs> that sounds weird. Yeah. Pooh is bloodless. I, I which makes him the ideal nemesis. <laughs> Pooh's blood is honey. Um, this, this I have 100 Acres blood. Woods visits the 100... I don't know. Transylvania. Play it out. Play it out. Play it out. 100 Years Castle. I don't know. <laughs> Dracula. It's 100 Years Castle. Uh, I have an idea for Robin Hood. Hear me out. The movie starts with Robin Hood in the forest upon learning that the rich people know where he is, so they're coming for him. He flees to the monastery, asks Friar Tuck if there's any way he can help him, so Friar Tuck casts an incantation so everyone can forget who Robin Hood is. Uh, when this is happening, Robin remarks, Surely, Maid Marian, Little John, all of the merry men, they should remember Can't me. believe you. <laughs> this messes up the incantation. Soon Robin Hood is face-to-face with villains such as King John, the Lion Virgin, uh, Sir Hiss the Snake, and the evil Prince John and Sheriff of Nottingham from the Men in Tights version, and Slade from Teen Titans. Robin <laughs> Hood can only succeed with the alternate versions of himself, Fox Robin Hood, Men in Tights Robin Hood, Russell Crowe, and Robin from Teen Titans Go. That's the... <laughs> can we get Christopher Robin in there, too? Because, you know... Just, yeah, that's, true. Extra, yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's yeah. true. Christopher Robin, yeah. Christopher Robin in his yellow polo shirt just kind of fumbling <laughs> around. In his inanimate stuffed bear. Christopher Robin moved like a cryptid. <laughs> He was like Big the first head. Shaggy, wasn't he? He was a, he was a skinwalker. <laughs> <laughs> he's going down the woods. <laughs> no, okay, okay, yeah, there's the new headcanon. 
uh, Christopher Robin's not a real boy. He's also like one of the, the one of the inanimate objects that lives in the Hundred Acre Woods. He's he's the closest thing the Winnie the Pooh verse has to God. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying is that he is also a child's play thing. <laughs> he's disguised as a boy. He's yeah. That's he's like yeah. Terrifying. What <laughs> real world toy would correspond to a living flesh? It, it was the boy he's that used to play with the toys. Yeah. They're wearing his skin. Jeez, he's like a Pinocchio is... situation. Yeah. And he has to fight Dracula now. <laughs> he has to fight Dracula. I think, the I Robin think we kids. can tease Tigger. I think in the, we don't, he's not public domain, so we can't use him, but I think we can be like, we need, we need stripes or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, while, you know, at the, the end of the movie. While the sequel's greenlit. <laughs> I think at the end of the movie, you know, the original Robin Hood, he's, you know, exhausted all of his friends have left they've gone back and then he receives a note and it says i don't know uh in some reason for some way it says ttfn and then we know and there it we says, go see you again in 26 years because that could say it that could mean anything yeah <laughs> end credit scene that's much better than my idea which was just robin hood but way more furry coded <laughs> just c-o-d-e-d but also c-o-a-t-e-d ah uh... Hmm. Um. Any other notes <laughs> before we None. pen to paper? Perfect, perfect movie. E- Eeyore sings Nessun Dorma. <laughs> now it's a perfect movie. Winnie the Pooh and the Skinwalker versus Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot we're fighting King Dracula. Kong and King Kong. That's well, always Dracula. We're always like, fighting Dracula every day. In, of a, our in lives. a sense, in a much realer sense. <laughs> Well, folks, <laughs> it's 2022. <laughs> we'll see you next next year for Public Domain Day. <laughs> None of you got the stakes last year, and we're all disappointed. <laughs> no one got the Omaha stakes. No one got the stakes. So maybe next week we'll come up with our predictions for 2022, and then you can have another opportunity to get the stakes. Um, I'm Will. You can find me at Will from Online. Um, thank you for stopping by. Uh, I don't have a whole lot of notes besides I got to go read this dang ET book now. Mm. Um, Let me know and, if they uh, say what his name is. Tyler. Seems ET. I, I'm curious what ET the extraterrestrial's name is. I've I've been Sean. You can find me somehow on st- Twitter still at that Sean Barry um, and Sean M. Barry everywhere else. Top of the year. So it's S-E-A-N-M-B-A-R-R-Y. The M is silent. The M is silent. <laughs> Sean M. Uh, you can find the podcast online at radish pod uh, go to indiesaurus.com slash discord to join our discord also follow us online at indiesaurus pod I'm sorry I just had like a soul leave my body I should have bottled it sold it um, what was I going to say oh yeah Tyler's question I got a Tyler's question now um, oh. Madison Cawthorn uh, unknowingly revived my favorite TikTok trend when he made some bullshit tweet about how founding fathers wouldn't recognize how the United States was nowadays. It <laughs> it, uh, it brought to Twitter my favorite TikTok trend of, of of like, what would you give to a pilgrim to just absolutely destroy his life? Um, <laughs> so that's my question for you guys. <laughs> if you were to go back in time and come face to face with a pilgrim, what would you hand him to absolutely just destroy him? Does he have to consume it or do I just hand it to him? He can't consume it. Whip it. <laughs> Absolutely whip it. Uh, blue Takis. <laughs> I think that would start an illness throughout the entire village. <laughs> it would somehow be the bag of blue Takis over and his hand starts to fade like Marty McFly. <laughs> <laughs> He's introduced an extinction level of... <laughs> <laughs> I, I would hand him a Beyblade while having a second Beyblade and look him in the eyes and say, let it rip. <laughs> I think he instinctively would know what to do. So it's well, it's good design. <laughs> I would uh I would somehow show them the watch for rolling rocks video. Um <laughs> I think that would either set humanity back eons or put them forward thousands of years. <laughs> not a not a pilgrim, but I would wait outside the theater. Where train arrives at a station played. <laughs> Holding an iPad playing train arrives at a station. <laughs> <laughs> Get those people the worst day of their life. <laughs> <laughs> it 
does make me wonder if you did something absolutely crazy like that, like have an iPad that's just playing some crazy shit. How far back in time would you have to go before showing someone that would just instantly kill them? Like, they just wouldn't there just be like, I think we picked the day. I think it's that day. <laughs> Provided you showed them the same movie they just ran screaming from in a smaller form. <laughs> they run back in. I want to go back during just the, the Inquisition, like the Inquisition, or just like fucking the Salem Witch Trial, or I don't know, and just show them the video of the Heinz Automato. Uh, I want to show that I want to show that to the guy who started Heinz I want to show that to Mr. Heinz himself and see what happens there he'll stop making Heinz altogether he's like I don't want that I think in the 20s you could show people a tool video and do some real damage (laughs) (laughs) we're going to find out years from now that Jack Kerouac was shown a tool video he was a small (laughs) child and that's why the beatnecks came from Dang, this we could do a movie about this, just going back in time and fucking shit up. I'd go back to uh, when they were dumping all of the tea off of the boats in the Boston Harbor and start playing like party rock or something uh, (laughs) to really get them going. A bunch of scientists, Tamagotchi, um, a bunch of scientists, just like we finally perfected this time travel device. And Sean walks in in his King Gizzard hoodie and a bag of blue Takis. Gimme. (laughs) Going to the first Thanksgiving. A tradition for everyone. I'm going to be very productive. I'm going to go back, but I am going to show the uh, Native Americans who, you know, revolutionized the way we make corn and maize, but also give them the recipe for Takis and <laughs> just see how that develops over make the hundreds of years. <laughs> Sean goes back in time, and all of a sudden, everyone's copy of The Last Supper updates with Sean in it. <laughs> <laughs> That new guy in the last episode. <laughs> Dude, bunny ears behind Jesus because he couldn't think of anything else funny. Like he doesn't look like him, but like you know, <laughs> like it was just how it was described to whoever wrote the Bible. Jeez, white wine now. <laughs> All right, bye guys. Bye everyone. Happy 2022. But yes, we have no bananas. We have no bananas. Do-